Welcome to Weird Sisters. I'm Al. And I'm Becca. This is a true crime podcast by two sisters. And while it is true crime, there will be humour and chat throughout it, and we will express our opinions. We'll do our best to be sensitive, given the material, and never intentionally be disrespectful or incorrect about facts. Hopefully you enjoy the episode. Hello. Welcome to this week's episode. Hello. Back again, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have press record. Yes. Got like PTSD about that. <laughs> it is as well the last, last Paul and Carla episode. Yes. Like, also to... have PTSD about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank God. Uh, a bit of sort of news that's been happening sort of before we get into it mm. though. Updates. Updates in the sort of true crime world. Yeah. Um, so obviously we've covered the um, Girl Scout murders in Oklahoma before. Um, and it's been confirmed that Gene Leroy Hart with like new DNA technology they've got now, um, even though it's pretty bloody conclusive that yeah, it was him exactly. to begin with, and they can now say like 100% it was definitely him that killed the three girls. Yeah, sadly. that's amazing. It's that they've, that they've been able to yeah. just like, and just kind of crazy that that's the first episode we did a couple of months ago. And then suddenly after all this time. It's sort of sold. Yeah. So... There still isn't any definite uh, answer either way with what you said in our episode about that, of whether anyone else was involved. No, and I think that the problem with that is that they just didn't look any further than Gene Lee. But definitely know that he at least least definitely has. I mean, it's such a shame that he got sort of, uh, what's the word, not convicted of it. Mm. It's not pardoned. Yeah, cleared yeah acquitted acquitted yeah of sort of their murders um mm-hmm. only saving grace is that he did die of that heart attack just a yeah, couple of years he later. didn't exactly get In left prison. out of prison anyway yeah but just sucks that he knew that he got away with it yeah but in his opinion in his life in his mind he got away with that yeah yeah and just to have been so close to the police catching and like as i said that police officer saying i know it's you yeah and the sort of the smugness that he must have felt of getting cleared of it. Mm-hmm. So there's been that. And um, also, uh, Brittany Drexel, who um, went missing, we've not covered her sort of case yet. Um, it's such a tragic one. Yeah, um, 17 year old who went missing on holiday. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll, we will do that case at some point. Yeah, it was on our list to do. Um, mm. So it, it will be at some point, um, whether it's shortly or whether we sort of let the dust settle. Um, from yeah. the news that sadly her body has been found um, and they've arrested Raymond Moody, um, a 62-year-old convicted, convicted <laughs> sex offender um, with her sort of kidnap, um, murder and rape. Mm. So, so sad that they think it was just that same day she went missing she was murdered. Uh, it is tragic in some mm. ways though. I'd rather that yeah, her but, be kept alive for a while. Oh yeah. In a at the same time thinking of all the families yeah. spent that time searching and hoping and she was and, already sort of dead yeah. it's horrific um but luckily sort of they've got the person who did it and mm-hmm. so hopefully justice in a way can sort of be served and then yeah. they don't go sort of getting away with it for the rest of their life exactly yeah i always have a slight 
bit of satisfaction when someone is tracked down like years later. Yeah. Like, yeah, you thought you were getting away with that. They must have gotten comfortable and be mm-hmm. thinking, I'm so in the clear now. Yeah. And it's amazing nowadays, sort of the number of people that are actually mm-hmm. getting convicted with the oh, yeah. new DNA. And I don't, like, it kind of boggles my mind how they do it and how they do track people down yeah. that long after and still are looking into these it's cases. It's fascinating. And I think a lot of it, it gets flagged up, doesn't it, when sort of relatives and descendants of these people do their sort of trace their family's history through yeah, the DNA stuff. That's true, yeah. So imagine that. Like, you know that you've can done something like that and then your grandson <laughs> or something is just like, oh, yeah, no, I've got one of those kits for Christmas yeah. so I can trace my DNA. Yeah. Let's log it in Ancestry.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which we're not sponsored by them, but, again, if you want to, Ancestry.com. Um, yeah, you know, anyone that wants up. to sponsor us, just you know, message us. Weird sister, the Weird Sisters podcast at gmail.com Yeah, we're we, you know we're open to being bought. <laughs> <laughs> Our morals can go out the window. <laughs> uh, anyway, we should probably get on and get through the last yes. tough, probably yeah. very long case. Yeah, I'm going to the theatre tonight, so I need to leave in two hours, and I don't want to be sat there through a comedy show sobbing away. It could <laughs> be just what you need afterwards. Yeah, though. actually, yeah, that might be a good thing that I'm going to that. What are you watching? Uh, we're going to see Ostentatious, which is this, like... Imp- is that the, like, Pride and Prejudice sort of style? Yeah, it's like comedy improv, improv, but they, yeah, they make it all up on the spot that night, but in the style of Jane Austen. A bit like right. Shitty Face Shakespeare, yeah. but Jane Austen and yeah. improv. It does sound really good. <laughs> Why did so you invite me? Oh, because we... Well, I don't know. Um, to <laughs> be fair, I kind of assumed it wouldn't be your thing. How not? That sounds so funny. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I guess I always think you're not that interested in history. No, so but I just watch it for the funny improv. I guess, yeah, because it is just funny. Like, anyway. I wouldn't go and like, hit up a kid's panto, but I love going like, <laughs> rock and roll panto at Christmas. True, yeah. We're going twice. Oh my god, again. Yes. You do that every year. We haven't done it for the last two well, years because no. of fucking COVID. Yeah. But like every year you've been able to, you go twice. Yes. <laughs> once to the late night adult showing and once with the kids that the friends yeah. are showing. <laughs> I am so excited for that. Especially because yeah. we're in like the second row. What's it, Goldilocks and the Three Bears? Yeah. Oh god, that's just going to get dodgy Oh my god, hell. what do you reckon Buttons is going to be? Oh. I hope he's in it still. He's going to be in it. He'd better be in it. Yeah. I have a slight... You know the birds like, are going to be a bit sexual. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I have a slight unresolved, like, burning love of one of the uh, recurring actors in the local panto. Facebook stalk him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, we did that, and he's married, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> do you still have your buttons money that you got from me? I think I do. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I do need to make a sign. Yeah. I'm like, buttons, I love you. <laughs> Troy, come with us that time or not? <laughs> he's coming this time uh, but I'm sure he'd understand when he sees him <laughs> <laughs> it's when Troy starts competing for buttons over you yeah if I made a sign and us being in the second row I bet we'd get attention oh god <laughs> I mean we got like last time we went we had to do all the cheering and weeping because the audience were dead yeah they were such a bad audience yeah. for going to a pantomime it didn't help that I was slightly tipsy from cocktails. Oh my god! Yes. They must. Everyone around us kept like shooting they us. Hated looks. us. <laughs> it's like it's a panto at nine o'clock. Yeah, with drinks. Yeah, like they need you to get into, into it, it and give them some participation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But anyway. Anyway. Progress on. We can get through this. It's the final week. It's the final (laughs) countdown. Or however that song goes. So, last week, um, obviously covered Tammy and her death, um, the abduction and murder of Leslie and Kristen, um, as well as Carla um, going to the police after Paul beat her up. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. So, and then for some reason, she mentioned to the police that there were tapes of Paul and her assaulting Leslie and Kristen. Like, I don't get why. Like, was she so pissed off at him that she didn't care that she was, like, literally shoving herself? Like, mm. I, I just don't get it. Surely you'd be like, that would incriminate me Maybe well. she had already decided she was going to go for the battered spouse kind of argument and just be like, oh, I was made to do it. Yeah. Like, oh, they're going to come out anyway because Paul had backed yeah. her with releasing them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, it gives so her she the get in there yeah. first. And, mm. Yeah. It's still a kind of fuck you to sort of the controlling person to be like well I'm yeah. going to do it anyway I'm going to do it anyway take that control away from you yeah. and fuck us both mm-hmm. but I'll be less fucked yeah yeah. because also she's the one who confesses then yeah. and makes her look better and she can then say yeah. oh but I was made to why would I bring it up if I wasn't yeah you know? that's a good point mm. um, and so the police had also arrested Paul because of his DNA match in the Scarver Rapist one mm-hmm. um, we will get through it but things do get worse. How so. can they get worse? Because Carla starts talking to the police. Like, remember the little lying canary that she oh, is? Oh, God. Right. So, the police are obviously treating Carla as a victim of course as well. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, later, they felt horrendous and icky about that. Because, like, imagine being just like, oh, there, there, take your time, have some tissues. Mm, and then they see those tapes yeah. of her abusing people. Like, obviously, we know Steve Owen felt bad, and I don't want him to feel bad. No. But maybe some of the others should. Um. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Telling it how it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, investigators realised that because they hadn't found the tapes that showed sort of the torture and rape of Leslie and Kristen, they'd have to try and convict Paul um, for their death just pay- paste just based on Carla's testimony. Mm-hmm. And Carla obviously fucking knew that. She was just like, oh yeah, I've got a bit of power and leverage here. Mm-hmm. Um, and they obviously believed that Carla was like being really forthcoming and trying to be helpful and felt bad for what had happened and was this terrified little damsel. Yeah. As opposed to this evil fucking weasel. <laughs> um, and yeah, they would later learn what an evil weasel she was. <laughs> <laughs> evil weasel. <laughs> Some weasels look cute, but some weasels are just like, you look like you came from hell and crawled your way out of, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like honey badgers. Yeah. They look terrifying. That's true. And everyone always thinks that that's the badger that is oh for Oh my god, it's not the bloody Hufflepuff badger, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, like, uh, I, and I'm not wanting to alienate any of our fan base who are Americans. But look up English badgers. Yeah, please. Please understand that Honey badgers are not the badgers that are everywhere. Honey badgers are honey like badgers, badgers are... on crack and Yeah. And then, yeah, Harry Potter is an English franchise that used an English badger. Please, Which guys. are just cute and adorable. Yeah, they literally just, like, look like they should sit drinking tea on a toadstool. They always <laughs> make think of uh, animals of party wood as well. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um... 
police obviously were treating Carla as a victim, but they were also like wary at the same time of her okay. credibility. Um, because obviously she'd admitted that she'd participated in the crimes, mm-hmm. although of course she was just like, oh, it's unwillingly. Yeah. Um, and they believed that, okay, she's being helpful, which she wasn't. Um, yeah. But they were more worried about how that would affect the case. Like, given Carla was going to be their star witness, mm-hmm. they were, like, concerned with, will she be believed? How is she going to do when she's being cross-examined? Mm-hmm. Um, and so they attempted to preempt this by getting um, a psychiatrist to come and investigate her. Okay. Investigate her, assess her. I was going to say, <laughs> look, we're swamped. Could you do our jobs for us? <laughs> it's, it's the end of a week. Um, if anyone's been following our social media, you will see at what time I was still working on this case last night. Yeah. And I to, am shattered. Yeah. To be fair, like all this week, Elle has been messaging me like, I haven't finished the case yet. I haven't finished it. I've found more to put in it. Exactly. What do I do? <laughs> so, um, yeah. I'm, I'm running on fumes today. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this psychiatrist that they sort of got in um, reported that Carla appeared to have no agency in her relationship, which is like absolute bollocks. Yeah. Um, she was coerced and controlled by her husband and that she had PTSD and learned helplessness from the abuse that she suffered. I mean, all possible, but equally that doesn't take away from the fact she's an absolute cat monster. Yeah. And it's all possible until you see the tapes and then the mm-hmm. penny drops for everyone. Yeah. Like... But, like, she... I'm <clears throat> sure she... Like, she definitely was abused. Oh, she was abused, and but she, she wasn't this battered, timid woman who... No. ...wouldn't ever stand up to Paul. Yeah, I'm sure she had a lot of problems, but none of that... Like, she can have those and be an absolute, like, hell beast. Yeah. Like, Just, like, the flip side when there is sort of partners that are abusive mm. and they may not be necessarily consciously deciding to be abusive but that doesn't take away from the fact that they are abusive yeah exactly like, it's not an excuse for it at all mm. so um the police is search warrant um that they'd got for carla and paul's house that ran out after 10 weeks of them searching it and at that point paul's defense lawyer who was called ken murray um, and he had a law clerk that I think is like an assistant okay. who helps him like do paperwork and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Cool. Um, she was called Kim Doyle, and which makes me think Mrs. Doyle. <laughs> go, on, go, go on, go on, go on, go on. Oh, would you not have a cup of tea? <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on, go on. <laughs> oh, would you like some sandwiches? There's cocaine in them. <laughs> oh, sorry, I meant sugar. <laughs> oh, it's not far the <laughs> Oh, so yeah, Ken, Ken Murray and um, Mrs. Doyle, I don't know if she was a missus at the time, um, but anyway, she was, they were able to enter the house. Okay. Now, Kim was sorting through bags and bags of paperwork, and she recalled how Ken Murray just, like, got up, went to the bathroom, but not, like, to go to the bathroom, okay. he just, like, went to the bathroom, okay. um, and he read a note which Paul had given him. Okay. Now, this note told Ken where to find the hidden tapes, which incriminated oh, Paul and Carla. Okay. And it also told him to destroy the tapes um, and the note once he'd retrieved them, okay. which he didn't do. Um, just like, spoiler alert, yeah. he did not do that. <laughs> yeah, he kind of figured. <laughs> um, so yeah, he went to the bathroom. Um, he took out 
one of the light fittings, okay. reached through and pulled out six videotapes. How big tapes. was this light fitting? Uh, they were just like little camcorder videotapes. Do you not oh, remember how little they were? my little like cassette. Yeah. Uh, not just like big VHS That's ones, what I was imagining, like literal like VHS tapes. No, like little ones. Oh, okay. Um, that makes more sense. And I don't get how the police, I guess they weren't allowed to like pull the house apart because of the search mm-hmm. warrant, but they had 10 weeks of searching. Yeah, like, like would you not check that nothing was loose like that? Mm. I'm just like, by the time you've been there for like a week, surely you're running out of stuff to, you're getting that's easy so to look at. bored, right? Surely you'll try anything. Yeah. But yeah, um, they didn't. <laughs> like, not much fun to say about <laughs> no. that. That was just really just like <laughs> this is like fascinating, riveting um, <laughs> reporting. Like, but they didn't. Uh, so anyway, Ken Murray um, and Mrs. Doyle. She's going to kill me. Mm-hmm. I would so apologise if you were not Mrs. at the time, but it just speaks to my heart. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Ken and Kim, um, they watched what was on the tapes. And they saw that it was not oh, only Paul. They watched the tapes without the police there. Yes. Why would you do that? Why would you not instantly go, hmm, maybe the police should see these? Oh, it, it gets better. Oh, so they watched them and they saw that Carla was also participating in the crimes, like sexually assaulting Leslie and Kristen. Also, question, sorry. And being a very willing participant. Yeah. Like, okay. They watched them, plural. They didn't watch yeah. one and were like, ah, oh, maybe shit. we should... They were like, oh no, put another one in. I, I think what? Kim had to, bless her. She was, and still is, um, if you watch uh, the Ken and Barbie Killers, The Lost Tapes, I think it's called. Okay. Um, she talks on that and she is still traumatised from what she saw, still having sort of therapy counselling for so. it. I would imagine so, God. Yeah. Jesus. So she was doing what she was told and she was, yeah, horrified, mm. to be fair, what she saw. God. Um, so yeah, they, they, I guess Ken watched them to make sure that all of them were evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but they were very shocked, um, when they put in one of the tapes and saw Carla assaulting her own sister along with Paul mm-hmm. and sort of the involvement in her death because up to that point, everyone had believed it was just a fucking tragic accident. Yeah. So uh-huh. the bombshell of seeing holy shit, it's not just Leslie and um, Kristen. Yeah. It's also Tammy yeah, as well. Because you'd think, if you're being abused and coerced, yeah. you're going mm. to draw a line, or at least try to, at least when it comes to, like, your Family. sibling, if you don't want to do what you're doing. But that is your fucking flesh and yeah. blood. And as we said, when they did that to Tammy, her parents were upstairs in the house. Mm-hmm. What better time if you were being coerced and abused... What better time than then to say, no, that is beyond my fucking line, get out of the fucking house. Exactly. I will scream this house down if you try to do anything. Exactly. Mm. How can that not be your natural reaction to do that and protect your sister? Yep. Especially, like, your child sister. Yeah. Mm. Like, oh. So, yeah. Um, There was also another video recording um, that would later be known as Jane Doe. Um, her sort of name has never been released because oh, cool. um, she was a minor at the time. Oh, okay. Um, now, in this video, Carla, it was a friend of Carla, someone that she knew from work, right? which 
I don't know if it is or not, but my mind immediately went to remember I mentioned the friend she had at the vets that Paul was super interested oh, in, yeah. who was the same age as Kristen. Mm, that's true. She was a minor. Um, yeah. So Carla had her, whoever Jane Doe was, which we don't know, but that's where my mind went. Mm-hmm. But she had Jane Doe over. Um, and she drugged her before Paul got home. Right. Um, and then presented her to him when he got home and they sexually assaulted her. Which is gross, Mm. but it also proves that it wasn't her doing it just because of Paul. She is doing this on her own volition while Paul is out. Yeah, actually, as I like sick surprise yeah him. yeah so she can't oh. claim that it was just poor and she was going along yeah. with it so did this girl live yeah she oh, did thank god um but as you say it's never been released who she yeah. was but i'm surprised no. if she's alive still you would yeah. not want no that. Yeah. so as i said it gets worse with ken oh. Murray. um after watching the tapes he decides to conceal their existence what? so that nobody knows they've been right um, he did that because he wanted to be able to whip them out in court when Carla took the witness stand to completely discredit her and her testimony. I'm sorry, what the fuck? So Could he was just not... going to be like, aha, but look. Could they not do this with the police involved? But then like... they'd be able to come up with a defence against why Carla was doing this. I guess. Now, to but... me, I was just like, this sounds highly fucking illegal. Yeah, I was going to say, would that not then suddenly be, like, inadmissible? Yeah, it is illegal and would not be allowed in the court system. So, so he'd be limited. I'm guessing he was a shit lawyer, maybe. Because yeah. Because he didn't seem to think that through. Well, this is, all I, this is what I was getting confused about. So I was like, isn't he meant to be one of the good guys? I know. <laughs> like, well, no, because he's a defence attorney. So he's defending Paul. Okay, so he's trying to incriminate Carla, Carla. but he's still defending Paul, right? So I think what he's doing is he'd whip them out, and while the tapes would still incriminate Paul in the rapes and torture, he would then use it as a way to discredit Carla and say, well, you could have quite easily killed them. Right, okay. So we can't say that Paul Mm -hmm. killed the girls because... So the videos don't show them killing the girls. no. So yeah, he um just as I said, it's not it is not legal to do that in Canada. Physical evidence needs to be submitted before the mm-hmm. case gets to court. Yeah, but he didn't think it through, and he was just like, "Well, I just sit on these and hide them." Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to complain at Paul having a shit lawyer. No, <laughs> and at least he didn't fucking destroy them like Paul was. Yeah, there is that. Oh my god, yeah. So yeah, so he found these and was hiding them. And because he's hiding them, obviously Carla and the investigators still don't know that they've been found. Mm. Carla, though, it didn't stop her worrying about this. Um, and so she obviously had mentioned to the police, now is getting a bit worried, shit, what if they are found? She's like starting to maybe think mm-hmm. through her rash actions. Yeah, and be like, oh shit, I'm actually on there yeah. torturing people. <laughs> uh, so she tries to preempt a defence to what was on them and the fact that people would be able to see, oh yeah, no, actually, look, she's involved in the crimes. So she also, at that point, it twigs that, crap, not only that, but if the tapes are found, they're going to realise Tammy's death wasn't accidental. Uh, yeah, Carla. Yeah. Are you thick? <laughs> yes. Like, God. God. But yeah, so she she realises and she tries to change the narrative that she'd given around Tammy's death. Hmm. So she tells the police in her interviews that she had something awful to tell them about Tammy's okay. death. Okay. Like, probably try to hold back her tears. Yeah. Um, and, 
Which is couldn't tripped and molested my 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 um, and sister. sister. And, and then I accidentally held when I was falling. I put a halothane soaked cloth on her face to break yeah. my fall. Exactly. Yeah. And then I tried to take it off, but I slipped and put it back on again. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she tells them that Paul was so insistent on taking Tammy's virginity, Tammy's virginity, going on and on about it, that she finally caved and gave in, thinking right. if she helped it happen, then Paul would stop bothering her about it. Which oh, I'm sorry, you. even if that's true, is so fucked up and disgusting. Like, mm. does she think that paints her in a better light? Yeah, it's like what you just—you'd rather give in to that than just deal with him bugging you. Exactly. Yeah, I can see which one's worse, definitely. Uh, So she went on, she told them that she got halothane from her job at the vet, lots of it due to Paul telling her to. Right. (laughs) And she drugged her sister into unconsciousness with the sedatives in her rum and egg nub, which we Mm -hmm. know. Um, And then she used the halothane to keep Tammy knocked out. Um, But she insists to the police that she never put the halothane soaked cloth on her sister's face. Right. But she insisted that she kept it about a foot or two away. A foot away. Which, yeah, I've got in my notes, this is crap. <laughs> one, what about the fucking chemical burns? Yeah. I love that you're just like bullet pointing yeah. your responses to this. Uh, and secondly, if that was true, mm-hmm. right, how the fuck did Paul and Carla, who are about the same distance mm-hmm. away sometimes as close, not get affected by it too? That's a very good point. Yeah. yeah. And then, <laughs> then my final note on it was, stupidly as well, the tape showed Carla putting the cloth on her face. Oh my god, So they what don't. the fuck did she think would happen when they saw the tapes? No. Oh my god. Yeah. She's such a moron. Yeah. It's just like, you do realise what video is, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she told them this in a moment of petty, like, anger. And then yeah. it just was like, oh, oh shit. shit. What have I done? Yeah. And she has no escape. She's got no, no. way of explaining I mean, this. unfortunately, she does yeah. get away with it, but... Yeah. Anyway, um, another um, thing in the interviews is that Carla starts to get more comfortable. Um, You can sort of, there are videos of her interviews with the police out there that you can watch, and that also touched upon in the um, Lost, is it Lost Murder Tapes, the Ken and Barbie Killers, the Lost Murder Tapes, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, So you see that she just starts getting more comfortable, um, realising that obviously she to her has got quite a good position yeah, with the police they've not working, found yeah. the tapes they're working they're feeling sympathetic to her mm-hmm. um, and her demeanour sort of changes she becomes a lot more open about stuff and just like really cold and detached oh um, she just like stops showing like any empathy oh, wow. at all her like persona just slips yeah, right off yeah she obviously just gets tired of keeping that mask mm. on wow so in one video she mentions this is horrific um, that on Easter Sunday they still had Kristen captive, um, but that they were due to go to her parents' house for Easter dinner with her family. Okay. So Carla said that she told Paul that Kristen had to be gone that morning no. as they needed to go to her parents. Oh my god! Um, this was even though even though Paul had wanted to keep Kristen alive for longer. Mm-hmm. Again, like really showing Carla, isn't it? As being this battered yep. meat exactly. woman, you can't you know stand up to Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, and bear in mind that this is what she is telling police. This is an account of what she this tells police. This is her trying to make herself look, look good. good. Like, what the fuck? So, yeah, she then said that she didn't want Kristen around anymore. Hang on. She is literally telling the police, yeah, I insisted that we kill her. Yeah. 
she says in the interview, she says, well, I didn't tell him to kill her. I just said she had to be gone. Right, yeah, because you you really thought when you said that that he was just going to drop her off at the corner yep. shop to walk exactly. Um, so, yeah, she said that she didn't want Kristen around anymore. She had work to go to and a life to get oh, on yeah. with. I think Kristen would like to get on with her fucking life. Yep. Like, I'm sorry that the fucking girl who you fucking kidnapped is mm. interfering with your life now. Yeah. Oh, you poor Fucking thing. sick. Yeah. Um, she also then, to convince Paul, told him to think about how it would look for them if Kristen was still missing and they didn't go out, not even to her parents. Yes, because Paul had just said, well, we just won't go to your parents. Then. Yeah, everyone's going to say, oh my God, you didn't come around for Easter Sunday. You've killed, you've kidnapped someone. Yeah. Like, what? Basically, I think she was just getting jealous. Again yeah, and definitely. It's just, oh. So, I, I still, it boggles my mind how at this point, the police did not start to think that Carla was more involved than she was letting on. Mm-hmm. Like, with what she yeah. just said Considering to the police. this is her spinning a favourable story. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> she's fighting back an argument with Paul. She's speaking her mind. She's convincing him to do something that he wasn't going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, she's so sure of herself and her decisions. And, like, from my experience, and, like, being, like, you know, in an abusive relationship and stuff... Mm. It's so at odds with that and being controlled and scared and where you, you feel that you can't speak up and you mm. you don't try and convince someone of something else because you don't know how that's going to go. Yeah. Um, but I don't know whether at this point police were just like being really blinkered on getting Paul locked away because he's the Scarborough rapist and like almost like this sexist bias that he's the guy so he's got to be more dangerous than Carla. Yeah. And like, okay, well the sort of the means will justify the end in a way yeah so still relying on Carla for their case on the 17th of May uh, so they're arrested in February this is now the 17th of May uh, police actually enlisted the help of Carla to try and find physical evidence for their case right so they took her back to her and Paul's house oh, for and did a walk through with her right how is that fucking appropriate yeah well, yeah, we'll just walk through with you in this house that you murdered two girls. Mm-hmm. So, again, there's videos of this walkthrough, and it's just mind-boggling, because Carla's just so emotionless and, like, unempathetic. It's It really fucking creeped me oh. out. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. So, at one point, she, like, calmly asks if she can have a book that she spotted on the floor. Okay. Because her sister apparently wanted it. Right. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. She's killed her younger sister. Yeah. Raped and drugged and tortured and killed two other girls in that yeah. house. But no, she wants to take this book because she's thinking of her sister who's still alive. Right. Okay. Like, do, do you not understand? Like, how can you have no empathy for what has happened in that yeah. house? She's Are you so just like, like, oh no, this is fine. How can I have that book? Mm. You she, like, she literally just thinks that she's untouchable, yeah. doesn't she? It's, it's horrible. Mm. So, despite the walkthrough, investigators didn't find any of the tapes or any evidence with Carla's help. Um, but they go on after this to give her a plea deal, um, that would later become known as the deal with the devil. Yeah. Um, pretty good description of her. Now this is infuriating and it just makes my, it really does make my blood boil. Um, she got, 12 years for her part in the murders. What? Pleading guilty to manslaughter. So she right. got 
Five years each for Leslie and Kristen, and then they tagged on two years for Tammy. Two death. years for killing her sister. Less yeah. for being involved yeah. in her sister's death. And the one who actually killed her. How is that less? How do you get two yeah. years for murdering your, your child sibling? And I'm sorry, how are people's lives only worth five years or two years? Yeah. Like, that's all their lives were worth. That's disgusting. Like, they just i can't no that oh my god and as you said like tammy's being too despite it being a worse betrayal of trust yeah like, as you said that's her sister it's much more, uh, obviously murdering anyone is horrifically disturbing it's awful yeah but for someone so to be have okay to switch with off, like, yeah it's bad enough that you can switch off about them being a human when it's a stranger mm. but to be able to do that with your own Yes, surely that shows even greater levels of depravity and danger. Because normally, if you're in a situation like that, the advice is to try and get them to see you as human, as a person, to be personable. And that's that's her own sister and that's not working. Mm -hmm. Carla wrote a letter to her parents and Laurie um, after she'd taken the plea deal. Um, where she confessed that she'd been involved in Tammy's death mm-hmm. and that she thought of killing herself but couldn't put them through that pain. Oh my god, I but wish she But she could had. put them through the fucking pain of fucking Tammy's yeah. death. I think everyone would have been alright if you'd killed yourself, Carla. I just can't. Like, um, Jesus. So yeah, Carla agreed to that deal. Uh-huh. Um, and Paul was... Oh, she did. It was a fucking amazing I deal. know. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Oh, and also, she would be able to apply for parole after four years. Uh, four. So really... Those girls, their lives are worth... Four like, years. Yeah, four years. Like, just over a year each. Like, two years for um, Leslie, two years for Kristen. And, oh, Tammy doesn't even matter no. now. No, she was only worth two years anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, just throw that in. The fuck? So, yeah. Um, she agreed to that. And Paul was charged with two counts of first-degree murder, mm-hmm. two counts of unlawful confinement, right. two counts of kidnapping, Two counts of aggravated sexual assault mm-hmm. and one count of causing indignity to a human body, which is like also dismembering mostly. Oh, okay, right. But there's no charge for Tammy's fucking death. I was going to say, there's, I was listening to that and I was like, wait, two of everything. Yep. Where's, why does, why does no one give a shit about I know. Tammy? Like, poor fucking Tammy. She's like, oh no, well, she's been dead for a while. People yeah. thought it was an accident anyway, so. Yeah, oh yeah, you know, everyone's grieved that and they've sort of on. gotten over that horrific loss or come yeah. to terms with it holy fuck doesn't matter that now they know she was murdered yeah, I'm devastated for Tammy I know it feels so awful mm. for her so Paul was charged as I said with those um, and the prosecution and the defence started working on their cases as you'd expect mm-hmm. um, and Ken Murray Paul's defence lawyer who yep. is sitting on the tapes bastard Ken Murray yep he goes to talk to Carla in prison, where she's serving her fucking 30-12 years. Yeah, at, um, at most. Yeah. And I wanted to cover those interviews. I know they're not normally touched upon, but I just thought that they were interesting, like too interesting not to cover. Okay. I was going to say, I've never heard about him yeah. interviewing her. There's just some, some little tidbits in there. Hmm. Um, so to start with... Or, as we're talking about, Carla free shipments. Yeah, shipments. <laughs> <laughs> Carla <laughs> talks about how, since the murders of Leslie and Kristen... The house that they lived in appeared haunted. So oh she would hear Paul calling her name, but then he denied he ever did this, which just like, I'm sorry, in the house that we grew up in, 
Wait, no one has ever murdered there. Well, that we know of. That we know of. <laughs> but that shit happened. Do you yes. remember? I remember you like saying you heard our brother calling you from downstairs yes. one night, and you got down there, and there was no one promising there. me that I could go to the car boot sale if I came downstairs and talked to him. Mm. Um, went downstairs. No one was there. Run back up to bed because it was a spooky Victorian house. Yep. Um, and then I hear from downstairs again. Him just going, "I'm sorry, I was just joking." Come down this time, and I promise that you'll get to see me. Um, what the what, what the fuck now? Yeah. Uh, no. 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 And Ian. Yeah. That time that he thought he was talking to me on the chair, I walked through the door, and he turns around. And he's just like, "How the fuck are you over there?" I was just talking yeah, to that you. That happened to me with him. He came downstairs and walked through into yeah. the kitchen and out of sight. And then, like, he came downstairs, and I was like, "Wait, what?" When did you go upstairs again? And all like, the footsteps on oh the ceilings. And yes. And I like, still think that it's because mum and dad had us all eat. That old lady who died yes. there jarred food and yes. stuff. Yes, this, this lovely old lady whose name was Ada. She had lived in the house since it was built. She was like nearly 100 or something. Yeah. And it, she felt ill, so she was on her way, bless her, to the doctors when she died. So yeah, slightly ironic, poor woman. But yeah, then and then we moved in. Yeah, moved in ten years late, eight years later. I think. Oh, was it? I think about seven or eight still years later. Like preserved food. Yeah, all of her like pantry still had all of her food in it, and like all of her jams and pickles and stuff yeah. that she'd made. And luckily, luckily, I was not alive to get cursed because <laughs> I, I bet it's some kind of like Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. fucking like. Curse of the Black Pearl kind of thing. But yeah, mum and dad, because we were really poor growing up, yeah. everyone was like, oh, help yourselves to all of the preserved food. Yeah, like, I mean, I was like two. I don't remember it, but I know I ate it. Yeah. And I still say to this day, with how shit my luck can be that I've got a curse on me, yeah. it's probably <laughs> that. Yeah. You're well, like, um, if you read Holes, yes. you're like Stanley yelling yeah. at you, like, my no good. <laughs> Like rotten pig stealing grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I swear I do. I just no like good jam eating mother. Imagine you'd see like faces on the bedroom door and mm. stuff. And just that well. feeling you'd get of being watched, watched in behind. that gap that there was between like where the the rooms curved so like you couldn't quite see into the kitchen. But, but there was just that beyond the kitchen was where the pantry was, and you always felt that like you were getting watched through from that, there. Yeah, that corner. Yeah. Oh. And like you and I both seeing like a little blonde haired boy stand under the apple the tree. Garden. Yeah. Yeah. That freaked me out. Mm-hmm. And I used to have a recurring nightmare. I still get those sometimes. Yeah. Not as much as I did, but I still, I had one a few months ago. Mine was that we'd been asked to get, well, I'd been asked to go get some logs or coal mm. from around the front. And I was coming back down the path to come through the front door. And this little old, like, 90-year-old woman just started running at me. And oh I had to God. shut the front door and her hands were coming in. And oh, I'm, my God. Yeah. I'm yeah. get betting that was Ada. Yeah, probably. So, yeah. yeah. I had recurring nightmares of, like, being, you know how our toilet and bathroom was set Yeah. And we had that little, like, wooden latched mm-hmm. door for the toilet. Of, like, being in there and having to hold it shut don't, whilst things are trying to get don't. in. Don't. I've had that exact same nightmare. No. Oh, my Multiple God. Multiple times yes. as a child about that it's house. It's like a recurrent... And I still yeah. dream of being at the house. That a lot. Should, we should not be having no. the same... No. Like, recurring <laughs> nightmare. Oh, my God. That's the thing. And, yeah, like, a lot of my dreams where I'm, like, at home in the dream. I'm at that house. Yeah. 
Like, mine was also being up in the attic and getting chased yeah. by an old woman up in the attic. I feel such a bitch for being a child and finding it hilarious to turn the light in the loft off when you're in there. That wasn't the worst. Our elder brothers, they um, did that and then they shut the loft hatch. Did they? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, they actually shut you in? Yep. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. yeah. Our house was definitely haunted. Yes. Um, But Kristen, um, sorry, Carla thought that hers was by Leslie and Kristen. Probably you were, well, I was going to say maybe you were consumed with guilt, but no, she doesn't have any fucking guilt. She doesn't have any guilt, so I hope they were haunting the fuck out of her. Yeah, you'd need a bloody soul to feel guilty, I think. Um, So Carla said she'd also hear bangs coming from the basement, which is where they kept and killed. Uh-huh. Um, Leslie and Kristen. Wait, but didn't they also keep their poor little dog down there? Yeah. It's probably the fucking dog colour that you're abusing <laughs> Exactly. As well. Like, Jesus. Um, so Carla went and saw a psychic. I still want to see that psychic mentioned. Yes! We should. <laughs> we need to. Um, but Carla... I wonder if we could ask her if we could, like, film it or video yes. it for our podcast. <laughs> um, but she saw a psychic called Laurie. And I'm just like, um, was your sister a psychic? Yeah. Because, like, Can you imagine? I don't know how common a name that is, no. but what's that? Anyway, her sister psychic told her to pour <laughs> ammonia down the drain and tell the spirits to go away. So, like, just kind of normal household cleaning. Just like, maybe if you clean your shithole of a house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Scrub those ghosts away. <laughs> That'd be an amazing tagline for the yeah. cleaning product. Yes. <laughs> Ghost be gone. <laughs> Scrub those pesky ghosts away. Uh, but yeah. We need a t-shirt with that on. <laughs> Scrub those ghosts away. <laughs> oh, man. We should do some, like, yeah, we should do some, like, Halloween spooky episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, so she said it worked for a little bit, but then the voices and bangings came back and Paul started to hear them as well. And I seriously, I really hope that that was Leslie and Kristen haunting yes. the absolute shit out of those two. Oh my two. god, I hope so. Because they really shouldn't get any mm-hmm. fucking peace. So that was the first like, interesting one. I was just like, I never realised that she thought her house was haunted. No. Now, if you read the transcripts of, this is a less fun one. Um, oh no. The haunted one's not fun. No, it's, it's just kind, kind of, of half fuck you, Carla. Yeah. Um, but this one's not. We, yeah. Which is different to the rest of these episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you read the transcripts of her interviews with Ken, um, again, there's just no emotion there. Um, one thing that stuck out to me was Ken asked her how she remembered that the day they killed Leslie, what the day was that they killed Leslie. Okay. Um, and she just replies, I will quote it. She replies, Well, it was Father's Day and there was a dead girl in my house and my family there. I won't forget that. Yeah, I guess that's not the sort of thing you forget, is it? And so she killed one of them on Easter, one One of them on Father's Day. Day. Like, what a fucking And then Tammy right before Christmas. Yeah. Why do they want to fuck every single, like, good thing in the world? And then just the way that she said, oh, it was Father's Day, my family around this dead girl in the house. There's no care at all that that girl is not with her dad on yeah, Father's exactly. Day. Her, and her dad is going through absolute hell. Yeah. And that at some point he's going to know that, oh yeah, my daughter was killed on yeah. Father's Day. Like that day every year now is going to be just so painful. Yeah. E- even more painful than it was. Exactly. Like it would be hard enough anyway, Father's Day, if your daughter had yeah. been murdered. But then to know that it was done on that day. Mm-hmm. Oh, just... Oh. She also took issues with the reporting of the number of concrete blocks that were found when recovering Leslie's body. Okay. Um, she wondered to Ken, just like curiosity, just like, oh, I wonder what happened there. 
whether it was her or the media that were confused, as she said there should have been ten blocks, not the eight that reported, as she remembers the number of body parts they dismembered Leslie into. Right. Did they not maybe put some of the same ones into one concrete block? And like also, has she not fucking thought maybe that they haven't found all of Leslie? Yeah, How exactly. horrific that is. Yeah. That's like, true. But it's just yeah. like, oh, I wonder what happened there. I wonder if my memory's a bit false. Oh, yeah. Oh because dear, I can't remember. Uh, maybe I'm wrong about how many blocks we put mm. this poor girl's body in. Yeah, it's all about fucking you, yeah. isn't it, Carla? Um, this bit just makes you want to fucking punch the living daylights out of her. Mm-hmm. Um, she claims that everything she did mm-hmm. was because it. She felt it was the lesser of two evils. What? She felt that killing two innocent young girls mm-hmm. was the lesser of two fucking evils. Right. What was the worst one then, Carla? The worst one was that if she'd left Paul, she said, then there was a chance that he'd have done something with the video of her sexually assaulting Tammy. Oh, no. So she helped him murder Leslie and Kristen, and possibly more, who knows, Yeah. because it would be better than those videos getting yeah. released. Yes. You not having to actually own up to the crimes and be punished for yeah. them is definitely the worst thing. Like, you're, 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 you're worried about people finding out you've sexually assaulted, tortured and killed your sister. So the solution to that is to do it to two more people? Yeah. I, what? What? No, Carla. All you're worried about is yourself. Yeah. Like, and the fact that you wanted to do those things. I just, I, oh, it just filled, I'm so angry in this episode. To have, like, the gall to yeah. turn around and say, oh, no, but that was the better option than me being, like, discovered as a killer. Yeah. Like, it's, it's the, I'm sorry that your daughter had to die, but can't you understand? I couldn't have those tapes come out. Yeah. Fucking bitch. Oh. Um, mm. now it turned out as well that Paul had actually tried to commit suicide by overdosing oh, on some pills. Only since both Tammy's of death. them had succeeded yeah. at killing themselves. Yeah. Apparently because he couldn't deal with losing Tammy, so he tried to kill himself and the, be with you her. You couldn't deal with losing the person you killed. Yeah. You killed her, Paul. How could yeah. you not deal with... with... <sighs> well, to be fair, it was Carla who killed her. I suppose. Yeah, I guess Paul wasn't intending to kill yeah. her. But... Carla killed her because she was jealous. Yeah. I bet that is Paul why. was infatuated yeah. with her sister. And yeah, it's gross. <sighs> um, so when Carla was asked about it in the interviews, she just literally... God. Deep breaths, everyone. We can get through this. Mm, can we? <laughs> she said that she couldn't let Paul die because she wasn't the killing type. I... I'm just going to let that sink in. What? What? Yeah. She's not the killing type? Yeah, but she killed her sister. Yeah, I mean, I would say I'm not the killing type because I've never killed anyone. Exactly. Not, like, I wouldn't be saying that three bodies down. No. I'd be like, okay, maybe I am. Like, even if we don't know who killed... Um, Leslie and Kristen Um, but she was the one who physically killed Tammy yeah you killed your sister if that's not the killing type she's not the killing type she couldn't let Paul die because she's not the killing type god like what the fuck now Paul's defence attorney he is a fucking weasel as well (laughs) but he does brilliantly like point out to her how ludicrous it was what she just said yeah good like yeah anyone with a brain exactly and, like any kind of conscience would be like um did you, did you, did you just hear what you said yeah <laughs> so at the end of the interviews as well she 
incredulous, incredulously, <laughs> said that um, she was planning on writing a book about the abuse she'd suffered and the murders of the girls, and that she would give the proceeds to the battered women's cause, the Green Ribbon Task Force, who had been key in helping the police investigate the murders. How dare How she? How dare she? Like, literally, it made me feel sick that is... and angry and reading that. I was just, oh, how, how could she? Yeah. Like, like that is just so evil. Mm-hmm. Like, does she... If she I was just on that Green Ribbon her. Task Force, I would, no. Yeah, I'd say we don't I'd want your burn money. burn that money. Yeah. Like, we do not want any of your money. Like, like money. How Ugh. dare she feel like she can take their lives and then still write about yeah. them and, like, uh, yeah. act like she knows them and Ugh. has any <clears throat> right to, like, discuss them. Yeah. Like, their, their name should mm-hmm. not ever pass her lips. No. Like, she's have her fucking tongue cut out. Yeah. Like, oh. So... I don't know what happened in Ken Murray's brain after those interviews, um, but he does like have a change of heart about in the tapes. Good way. Thank yeah. God. He says that um, so it's eight months um, now before Paul's trial, mm-hmm. and he was he said feeling increasingly uncomfortable uh-huh. um, about the tapes he had recovered. Yeah. So he sought advice from his like legal mentor about what he should do about it. And I'm hoping they were like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, they were like, right, well, firstly, you need to fucking let the court yeah. know that you've been sitting on evidence yeah, that like literally yesterday. A crime. That is a crime to be yeah. concealing this. He did get prosecuted for it. Good. But he didn't go to prison, but yeah. he did get prosecuted. Um, and they told him, yeah, also while you're at it, take yourself off the case. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, big big issue there. Yeah, um, we trusted, man. Yeah. So he, he did do that. Um, he did sort of submit the tapes, tell them about them, take himself off yeah. of the case. So he kind of wanted to make amends and yeah. did see that he had been wrong. Yeah. Okay. Which is a bit unusually conscientious for a defence lawyer. <laughs> True. <laughs> just like, yeah. but um, because he did do that, Paul was just like, well, shit, I need a new defence lawyer, stat. Mm-hmm. So he got John Rosen. Okay. So if you don't know who John Rosen no, is, he is a well-known murder defender. And he's nicknamed Mr. Murder. Mr. Murder. <laughs> Mr. Murder. Right. Which is just such a cool nickname. <laughs> as long as you're not committing the murder. Well, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> um, now, when Paul appointed him, he was not Paul, Mr. Murder, was already 50 years old. Um, he defended over 300 individuals who'd been charged with murder. So, like, definitely probably someone that you want in your yeah. corner. I understand why he's got that moniker now. Yep. <laughs> so, John Rayson gets the tapes from Ken Murray. Um, Ken Murray just sounds like a tennis player. It's because yeah, Murray is a tennis player. Andy Murray. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 just clicked to my brain where it sounds familiar. Um, so he, John Rayson, now sits down and watches the tapes. Uh-huh. So on the tapes, again, he saw how much, as I said, Carla minimised her part, her behaviours and involvement at the time. Um, and he was horrified when he saw both Paul and Carla doing what they were doing. Now, after watching them, he like, Hightailed it to Paul's prison cell. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> it's like, it's like shit. shit. Yeah. Um, and he informed him that he would be passing the tapes over to the investigators. Uh huh. Yeah, because he good on him. Yeah, he's actually fair. like, look, Paul. I know I'm a defence lawyer, but I'm not like going to break the law. He had daughters himself as mm-hmm. well, and he said he actually went and threw up after watching yeah. the tapes, and he just couldn't. Well, yeah, and I mean, like. All joking and cynicism aside, like, 
Defense can, lawyers are still yeah. people. And I couldn't do their job. No. I mean, they're still doing it from a place of believing in the justice system. And I believe that giving we a fair, do need them. Yeah, oh, definitely. Because like, yeah. people need a fair trial Try and to yeah. be given that like genuine support and to say, yeah. is there mitigating circumstance? Are there and mitigating it has to be that it's proved beyond yeah, reasonable doubt. Exactly. Like, like you yeah. can't just have it where okay we think that they are like yeah it if if that if the prosecutor's case is strong enough to convict them it should be able to stand up to a good defense yeah lawyer. and defense in our legal system yeah is so important yeah because there are so many times where it is got wrong and people are framed or yeah yeah false confessions yes and like our legal system unfortunately is not totally uncorrupted and incorruptible no and, yeah so, so yeah, so he um, does the right thing and obviously turns the tapes over. Um, so because of this, the prosecution, who obviously had made their deal with Carla, now got to see the tapes. Good. And then they're like, oh no. Yeah. Can you imagine how just shocked just and horrified yeah. and just like, Like we shit. have played in yeah. the worst possible way. We sat down and patted this monster on the back and like handed her a tissue for her sniffles yeah and like being just like oh it sucks to be you yeah it's like it sucks to be her from like, a different oh, fucking way yeah so when they saw it they were like obviously just like as we said just like really shocked mm-hmm. um they were shocked as well because they now saw this jane doe footage oh yeah um which carla hadn't mentioned yeah. With all her, like, I'm trying to be as helpful as possible. She doesn't mention yeah. the one that really fucking incriminates her. Yeah, not surprised there. Yeah. Yep. Now, because of her plea deal, she couldn't be fucking charged for that one. Really? Um, so fucking win Even though Carla. it didn't... That... Because she had it worded something along the lines, I think, of any crimes on the tapes. Wow. I mean, fucking what, well played, what, Carla. Yeah, but what would the, the prosecution doing, giving her that kind of deal? Yeah. I holy sh- I guess they so wanted to get Paul, but yeah, holy shit, that was a bad move. So obviously they're just now like, what the fuck do we do? Like she's lied and manipulated them now, mm-hmm. and they can fucking see that. Um, and the footage showed that she was just as fucking bad as Paul. So you'd think, wouldn't you? This is going to be devastating for their case. I'm really gesticulating today. Yeah, you are. <laughs> we need, like, a video I on know. so people can get the full <laughs> effect. Uh, um, so, yeah, you'd think it would be devastating to the case that they were building, um, you know, having Carla as their star witness and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were, as we said, so focused on getting a conviction against Paul and putting him away mm. that they decided the best thing for them to do, and this makes me fucking so angry with the prosecutors, the best thing for them to do was to try and make Carla more credible again. What? So, they found a way to explain away her horrific behaviour on the test. I'm sorry, what? Yep. I told you it gets fucking worse. I'm what is sorry. wrong with them? They brought in another psychologist all the way from California. Okay. And I remember they're in Canada. So oh, they've yeah, had to look way. quite far afield. Yeah, to yeah. find someone who will do what they need. Yeah. Um, now, this psychologist gave Carla a diagnosis of PTSD. Uh-huh. Now, this PTSD, they said, caused memory loss and amnesia. Right. Fucking convenient, that. Yeah. Right. 
Yep. What? Um, so they used that to explain why she hadn't mentioned Jane Doe, despite right. the whole fact that, you know, it's the most significant thing in showing what Carla was yeah. like. It's and just how like, come she remembered everything else, but not yeah. that one thing? Exactly. Like, surely everything who else Who knows is how this fickle PTSD is? Yeah, true. Just, oh, just speechless with uh-huh. rage. How does this person sleep at night and, like, have any feelings of integrity in their job? Like, just, you know you're making a bullshit and bunkum diagnosis to make it fit the facts. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, I bet they must have been paid a small fortune. So, to counter the prosecutor, prosecutors, the (laughs) prosecutor's psychologist, the defence brought in their own forensic psychologist. So he didn't get to actually, like, uh, like evaluate Carla in person, but okay. he examined her on all the tapes and everything. Right. So in his view, there was no disassociation or PTSD in mm-hmm. Carla's behaviour. No shit. Yeah, because there wasn't. Um, and he believed that Paul and Carla were a lethal couple who brought yeah. out the worst in each other and helped enable each other to partake uh-huh. in their horrific desires. True, although, to be fair, Paul was fine with getting on with all of that yeah. without her. Yeah. So, But... Sadly, it didn't obviously help put in the both monsters away because Carla had her plea deal, so yeah, only Paul that they can really put away now. Yeah, he's got to be their main focus. Yeah, he's the only one that they can get anything from. Yep. So on the 18th of May 1995, Paul's trial started. Mm -hmm. And you say Carla didn't have a trial because plea deal. Yeah. Um, Now, people were actually sleeping in the street the night before to be able to get a seat in the court wow. the following day. Oh my god. Like, it must have been like a Harry Potter book release. Yeah. It was like with their little tents and everything. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, I can kind of see that. I'd love to go to a um, like court case thing. Yeah. Not like probably. one that I'm involved in. No. Like, to to <laughs> no. watch. I think like, like, I'd love to be like on a jury, jury duty. As long as it's point. an interesting case, not just like money laundering or something. True. I think Mum said she's been called up twice. And she's not gone? No. She never went to either of them. One of my friends um, was called up and had a really cool case. Oh. Josh Studgett. Has he? Yeah. No way. Why not? Oh, my God. Ian got called up, and yeah, he didn't want to do it, did he? I mean, to be fair to him, it was at Christmas. Okay. So, and it was really awkward for him to get yeah. there and everything. But still. I'm so jealous. Like, so many people seem to, and I'm just yeah, like, Leah, where's mine? My friend Leah did jury duty as yeah. well. Like, I'm guessing it's not illegal to say if someone's done jury duty. It's not illegal to say, but... As obviously. long as you don't mention what case. Yeah, like, it would about. be illegal for them to tell you anything yeah. about it. Which they haven't, they just said, I did jury duty. Yeah. So. But, so, anyway, um, in the trial of Paul's, no shit, um, Paul's defence lawyer, (laughs) Mr. Murder, um, (laughs) knew that Paul could, he he could hardly plead not guilty to the abduction, unlawful confinement and sexual assault charges for Leslie and Kristen. Yeah. Um, You know, it's black and white and on the tapes. Yeah, literally saw you doing it, mate. Exactly. He doesn't have, like, a twin or anything that he could pin (laughs) on. no. Um, so instead, Paul and John um, argued that it was Carla, not Paul, who killed Leslie and Kristen. Okay. Um, and you couldn't convict Paul of murder, as Carla was just as involved in, and in charge in the videos. And that as the actual murders weren't recorded, it was impossible to say whether it was Paul or Carla who killed okay, them. Okay, yeah, I get that. So, you know, it does, does make, make sense, sense as a defence, to be fair. But it's still... He was still involved and perfectly fine with In all the events people. leading up to the murder and 
Mm. It's like in America, isn't it? it, it even if you're driving the getaway car and someone gets murdered, yeah, you're, you're just still done for murder. Yeah. So, like, he was perfectly fine with torturing, raping, yeah. like, assaulting, yeah. confining, kidnapping. Like, else, so. Yeah, so even if he didn't specifically murder them, he was still responsible for their deaths. Yeah, and I think and responsible the same for can be said for Carla, yeah. but sadly she got her fucking plea deal. Oh my god. So, Paul now gets on the stand. Oh, Paul testifies. Yeah. Oh my god. Now he admits, he while he's attention. on the stand, that he is indeed a rapist and a sadist. Oh, it's a bold, like, approach. Yeah. It's a bold statement. But he says that um, he hadn't ever actually killed anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, he went on to say that they blindfolded Leslie so that she couldn't ID them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that she was going to be let go, but that her blindfold had slipped, so they had to kill her instead. Oh, do you reckon that's true? Yeah, it is in the taste that she's blindfolded Aww. and stuff. But I don't think they were ever oh, intending okay. to let her go. Oh, okay. Um, I think it was just more of the like, mental say, torture. And... So sad if she could have yeah. lived. Um, but then at the same time, Paul wanted sex slaves as opposed to what's the point of murdering them? That yeah. goes against what he wants. True. So, yeah. And Carla is the one who gets jealous. So mm. I don't know and I wouldn't like to say, yeah. but I. She's it does only... also make sense in some ways. Mm. She's the only one that we definitely know did kill one of them. Exactly. Like, she's the only one who definitely murdered one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so he said that with Kristen, he'd wanted to blindfold her as well, but Carla was having none of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and one day when he was returned from getting food, um, Carla told him Kristen had made a break for it, so she'd had to kill her. Mm-hmm. But that... That doesn't make sense. Why was he out getting food? Because, right, obviously they were going to be having food with Carla's family later. Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, as I was saying, like, you can easily see it could be Carla, because even as a child, she was the one that was in control and cruel and mm-hmm. sort of treated people like utter shit. Yeah. But then Paul's also a disgusting piece of shit exactly. as well. They were so, like, awful. But as you said, I don't think it matters who actually killed them. They both were responsible. As we said, yeah. for their deaths. So at that point, it's just yeah uh, semantics. Yeah, it's like completely irrespective of whose hands took the final breath away from mm-hmm. them. So the courts, prosecutors, and defence did care who was responsible in terms of the yeah, one that physically yeah. killed them. Um, and Paul's defence team highlighted how Carla had already proved she was the killer, as we said, because she was the one who had killed Tammy. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, she was the one who admitted in the police interview that she hadn't wanted Kristen alive anymore. So it yep. was interfering with her life. Like, you know, how dare say Kristen do that by being kidnapped? Yeah. Um, and she was also the one that had told police that Paul had wanted to keep Kristen alive longer, but that she had convinced him to ki- that they needed to kill her. Mm. So, again, it's like, well, you, you can see that it could be Carly who killed them. Definitely, yeah. Um, and do we know what the cause of death was for them? That's a very good point. I think it was strangulation mm. for both of them. Yeah. But then, again, who Paul says that, like, um, Carla sort of put a cable tie in a way around, it wasn't a cable tie, but sort of strangled and hit okay. one of the girls. And mm. so, you, again, they're both sort of confirming what happened to them, but pinning it on the other one. Yeah, okay. So, I was wondering, yeah, the method of how they were killed yeah. might point to, but 
strangulation unless it's manual strangulation. Yeah. Isn't, isn't so and indicative. 14 and 15. Yeah. So again, it's not... You, you're not necessarily going to have to be... Yeah, overly strong. Overly strong yeah. to, to kill them with that. Yeah, And that's true. as you said, there's all the ligatures from the... Um, Electrical cables and stuff around mm. their necks, and yeah, so, it, yeah. Mm. So, psychologists studying um, Paul and Carla also reported that Paul was he held a belief more that he could get away with his crimes and not be caught. Um, and they pointed out that he hadn't progressed to killing any of his victims as a Scarborough rapist, True. but it's just like, well, yes, but yet, yeah, because like his violence was definitely increasing oh, yeah. as a Scarborough rapist. Mm. Um, and they pointed out that Carla was much more logical and a planner and the one who would have known that they shouldn't leave victims alive, who could identify them, and killing them was the best way to sort of stop them from being able to do that. Um, and that they had to dispose of them and clean them up, clean up after themselves and so on. Yeah. And it also ties in as well with her, like, vet job and how she feed animals. That's so true. just seeing the victims, like, with an animal that needs to be put down and disposed yeah. of. Um... <sighs> But again, like, I've got a degree in psychology, um, and it's all just so subjective, and there's massive differences between like individual cases and actual mental health disorders. Yeah. Like, so they're they're saying, okay, well, he's like this. That means that he was less likely to kill and stuff. But you can't say that. No, you can't just say, oh, that could never go no, together. Exactly. Or... Yeah. So, like, psychology can be a science, but it's also complete fluffy bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think she'd go on the top. Yeah. <laughs> psychology. Fluffy bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, during the trial, um, the tapes were played. Um, oh. Only the jury were allowed to witness the audio God, and jury. visual. Mm. But everyone else in the courtroom still had the audio oh. of the tapes. Which God, is just I don't know horrific. which they were. Oh. Yeah, because, and that's what, to be fair, um, I think Paul's defence argued, or was it the pro? No, it would have been the defence argued. I believe was that it, if you're playing the audio, mm. everyone that's just hearing the audio is imagining it yeah, in their heads, and exactly. sometimes what you imagine in your heads is even worse. Yeah, I mean, or not. What it is is so horrific anyway, yeah. but. Is not necessarily sparing them. Yeah, and it's not happening. Yeah, how it genuinely is happening. Yeah. You're not seeing it play out. Yeah, yeah. You get a lot more accurate picture of what actually took place from seeing yeah. it. But I think the court's argument was that the only people that needed to know what actually took place were the jury. Yeah, so that's fair. That's yeah. fair. But uh, I don't know how anyone was able to sit in the courtroom as because I tried to read them and mm. I had to stop. Yeah, I was going to say, as a juror, if you're on a case, and it is something like this, mm. it's horrendous, are you, are you kind of like made to literally look at and listen to and stuff like the evidence? Or can what? you say like, <laughs> actually, I don't want to look at that? No, if you don't look at it, then you won't be a juror anymore. You'll get replaced. Yeah. Okay. So they won't, they won't, like, they won't like, you, strap you in a chair and force you to watch it, but you would then have to withdraw as a juror. Okay. Which is fair enough, because yeah. you need to be able to see all the evidence. Yeah. But very, very hard. That's the thing. I, that's the thing. If I was a juror on something like this, I don't know if I would be able to. No. Like, I mean, as I said, I've read some of it, because mm. the transcripts of the tapes are in the Lethal Marriage book. Oh, right. Um, yeah. 
if you're interested, like they're in there. But I noped out of yeah, the transcripts. Recommend. And it can be very pro Carl as a victim at times, the book. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a bit concerning. So, now, while the um, trial was going on, um, Leslie and Kristen's family were obviously there. Mm -hmm. And Leslie's mum was warned and advised to leave the courtroom when the tapes that um, Leslie were on were played. God, I think that'd be such a hard decision to make. And she she did. She insisted that she stayed. and I just can't. So at the trial, the family as well gave impact statements. And Leslie's younger brother, Ryan, for the one that oh. she'd been crying for. He oh. was seven when she'd gone oh missing. Um, so at the trial, he was 11. Mm-hmm. And he actually took the stand to confront Paul. Oh which is like, I can't imagine no. like, what a strong kid he must have been yeah. at 11. The age like, of your eldest. Like, I, just, I couldn't. I don't know how I'd cope with doing a like impact statement no. to the person that killed yeah. my family and member at this age. Yeah, and as a parent, seeing your child do that as well would be yeah. so. Oh it's. I think everyone should, if they're interested in the case, should read it. I'm going to link it in the show notes because mm-hmm. um, it's 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 a really long statement, but it's so powerful oh. and impactful. Like oh. it actually made me tear up. So oh. you know, like. Yeah. For me to tear up is True. quite heart-wrenching. Yeah. More impressive than making me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, with all the details as well that came out in the trial, um, Carla's friends and colleagues were just felt so betrayed and mm-hmm. angry and hurt and devastated because they'd been supporting her and being yeah. like, Probably. she's this poor, battered woman. Yeah, I think I'd have to go and have like a carbolic shower. Yeah, um, and... They said they were devastated when they realised the extent of Carla's guilt mm-hmm. um, and that how awfully apparent it was that Carla had chosen to not stop any of it despite so many chances yeah. and that it was something they could never forgive nor forget, which mm-hmm. is just such a powerful statement in itself yeah. as well. Makes me think of The Lion King too, because <laughs> they have that song about like, we will never forgive and we'll never, never forget. forget. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's like we will forgive, but we'll never we'll forget. forget. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, at the end of the sort of cases that are put forward by the prosecutor and the defendants, um, the jury went and deliberated overnight. Oh, which okay. is like, how does that work? Did they sleep or do they yeah, stay overnight like, deliberating? Like pizza party? Is it just like we're tired or is it? Yeah. Because yeah, if it was me, I'd be like, look, I can't do this. I need to go to bed. It's ten o'clock. Um, yeah. This is late for me. So I was just, I'm just like, huh, wonder how that works. Yeah. Um, and then the following day, um, they did find Paul guilty on all counts, including uh, first degree yeah. murder of Leslie and Kristen, which they should have done, but Carla should have also been found yeah. guilty of exactly the same. Exactly, yeah. But I guess with that <clears> bloody <throat> plea deal, their hands yeah. are totally tired. So, after the verdict was read, Leslie's dad told reporters outside the courtroom that only the trial is over. Leslie's still not coming home, and life is still hell. Which is just horrible, because... No, can't imagine that. No. Um, So, Paul's defence attorney as well made a statement to the effect that he felt the jury and society would have rather had both Paul and Carla in court to judge. However, they had to make do with only Paul as Carla was sitting pretty with her plea deal, yep. which is a gross mi- miscarriage of justice, which, yeah, they should have both been, as I said, found mm-hmm. guilty of exactly yeah. the same crime and I locked don't up forever. I really know how I feel about plea deals being allowed. 
I die. Yeah. Yeah. If you're guilty of it, then you're guilty of it, and it shouldn't be that you get a lenient sentence. Because you're the first one to crack and dub other people. Yeah, in. or for like saying, oh, well, I'll do this for you if you do yeah. that for me. Like, no, you're a criminal. It's like the ones that get special like treatment or stuff if they tell them their bodies and that. Yeah, are, exactly. And... Like, no, you at this point, you do not have any... But then at the say. same time, I can be, understand if I was the family and I didn't know where my loved one's body was, I would... and. I, it's that thing, isn't it? How much is is it worth to get your loved one's body back? Like, yeah. I, I, the thought of them being out there and not knowing where they are, I think I couldn't stand. Mm. I guess that's true. Yeah. So, um, with Paul, um, obviously at this point he was then um, found guilty and convicted for Leslie and Kristen's murders and torture and stuff. Um, and he was then charged at this point with the death of Tammy, though right. only as manslaughter, okay. um, as well as all the Scarborough rapes, which yeah. I think they held back on those charges till after the main trial, just in case he wasn't convicted oh, okay. fully for sure. the murders of Leslie and Kristen. It then gives them something else to go yeah, with, that makes which sense. makes sense. So with all of his crimes, um, Paul was given life without parole, which is just a stark contrast to Carla's 12 years. Yeah. Now, during her time in prison, Carla earned a degree in psychology. Okay. This obviously got released to the media, and Jane Doe actually spoke to the newspapers about it oh, because wow. she was incensed. She said she couldn't believe the injustice of this. Carla was never charged in connection to the crimes against her, nor was Paul. Wow. And on top of that, Carla had obtained a degree using Jane Doe's tax money, giving her a better education than yeah. Jane Doe got herself. Yeah, that is too bloody right, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's disgusting. Um, she makes a very valid, really powerful does. point. Um, on top of that, um, with her plea deal, Carla was never charged with any sexual offences. So she's not and never has been on the sex offenders register. But surely she should be on it because they know she did them. Even if she's not been charged, she literally is fucking proof. But unless she's been convicted of it, they can't put her on the sex offenders register. That's so wrong. That is disgusting. That's so wrong to say, we know you did this, but oh well, we don't have a court order. I just couldn't believe how insane that was, that she's not on that. Jesus. So... We're kind of getting towards the end. It's oh my God. such long going. Yeah. Um, so I thought I'd finish with where Paul and Carla are now. So Hopefully tie it all dead. Up. No. <laughs> but sadly, yeah, exactly. I know they're we know not. they're not. Yeah. So Carla got out of prison after serving the full 12 years. At least she served the full thing, but mm-hmm. that is so not. Like, that's so... It's awful. It's not enough. She was initially in a women's rehab facility. Oh, those poor women. Yeah. Like, they're fucking trying to get rehab and then they have to deal with yeah. her as well. It was like, um, for, you know, like, minor crimes that women had committed and stuff. So these were people that were, like, so little league compared to yeah. her as well. They're actually, like, probably still good people. Yeah. Um, it oh was like God. this ultra um, relaxed prison environment. Um, and photos of it got leaked to the public and the public went. Yeah. It's like rightfully so. Not only has she got such a gross plea deal, mm-hmm. but now they've on top of that put her in this cushy little like, refuge yeah. thing where they're going to get looked after. There's, and tell her, oh, you poor dear. Like we're going to take care of you. Yeah. There's photos that I'll put up. Um, because it's just horrific. They show her out in the garden doing gardening. 
She has a pet kitten there. No. She's that poor cat. She's playing in like I'm guessing there must be um because it's like for lower low low level low level crimes. offences and yeah. crimes. Um, you know how in facilities like that, if they're going to be out in a certain amount of time, women can have their kids with them. Oh right, yeah. So there's like kids' Wendy houses and oh toys and God. rocking so horses and stuff. So she's near other people's and she's, children. She's near other people's children, and she's playing in, with those toys oh, and stuff. You she's allowed makeup and normal clothes and. So, so basically, she just gets to sit there smug as anything like i've got a perfect yeah. wonderful life again she had a tv um in her room a console she was studying to get her degree i bet it's she like felt... being in a uni dorm yeah i bet she felt like the cat that had got the cream yeah i bet in her head she had that just smug little smile yeah so as i said the public went absolutely bonkers when they saw these Mm -hmm. and the sort of justice system caved and moved her to a more secure male prison okay i I don't know how she's in a male prison when she's not yeah i was gonna say like she wasn't transgender or anything like that so why has she been sent to a male i don't know (laughs) that really puzzled me but that's where she went okay did they keep her in solitary yeah actually but, no. I mean, I don't really give a fuck if it was safe for her or not, but no. it, just, it was just a puzzlement. Yeah. So she was then released, um, and she went on to get married to her defence attorney's brother. What? Yep. So this attorney was aware of everything she had done, and they were like, oh, yeah, be family. Yep. What um, the fuck? <clears throat> they've gone on to have three children. No. Which is just the most twisted irony ever because yep, like, they of the killed three people three she killed. People and now she's got that's she took three no. people out of the world and she's brought three in. Just oh my it's God. awful. And you witch. It's she's gone on to get followed around wherever she goes. Good. And yeah, that's what I've heard. Like while I believe she a thousand thousand percent deserves to have no peace ever i also feel so bad for her kids yeah they've got no control over who their mother is like she gets hounded or she did get hounded when she'd like pick them up from school and Mm, stuff and yeah she doesn't deserve any peace but for those children yeah like like, making friends and things like that it's gonna be so hard and also like one how others treat you through no fault of your own Mm. but two to know that your mum is capable of killing and abusing yeah. her own flesh and blood, mm. you're not safe. That's true, yeah. Like, God. I can't imagine. Because was... Am I right in... Oh, no, I think... Am I thinking of um, someone else? Was she working in a school at one point? She was got volunteering yeah. in a school for her kids' class at one point. And they yeah. got found out, and they were like, yeah, uh, yeah we're going to find Yeah, no, you need to go. She also did a children and baby clothing brand that was on the internet that is just sick yeah that obviously got shut down yeah people just like uh no yeah why the fuck would i dress my child in something that you designed and apparently she still posts anonymously under um different usernames on like the baby center websites and stuff for like parents like support oh my god just fucking die yeah like it's just horrible and again i just can't get over the fact that there's three innocent children having to deal with that as well yeah it's just how i can control myself exactly yeah maybe yeah yeah so carla 
fucking piece of shit that she is, tries to plea victim status still, um, stating that she was so young when the crimes happened and that she was so scared of being abandoned by Paul and lacking so I'm much s- confidence she went along with it. But that's not what the fucking no. tape show! No, and I'm sorry, she was not that fucking young. No. She was in her 20s. 17 when it started. Yeah. And then, yeah. So it's just like, fuck's sake, no. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it would be a smidgen, smidgen easier to believe that she had grown and felt remorse, maybe possibly tiniest grain of sand, mm. if her husband, the defence attorney's brother, wasn't going around saying that if people had a problem with Carla, that was on them, what? that they should just move and he couldn't see why they were worried. Is he a fucking idiot? Like, I know, he can't see why someone might be worried living near someone who lured teenagers into a home to murder. Yeah, and torture and sexually abuse. Including her own sister. Yeah, and like gave them to other sick people. Yeah, and does he not think, what if someone did that to his and Carla's kids? Yeah, exactly. Like, how would you, how would you then sit and just be like, oh yeah, no, why would they be a danger to other people? Just, what? You you think it's other people's problem and they should just move if they don't want to be next Mm -hmm. to a fucking teenage murderer. Yeah. How is he not fucking terrified that she's got these kids and she's going to fucking auction them off to, like, paedophiles just because, oh, well, I was bored one Tuesday. Like, or do it herself. Like, yeah. She did that to her own sister. Surely you True, have to yeah. be watching them 24-7. Mm-hmm. God, like, every nappy kids. change or something like that, you'd be worried. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, that's just... Oh. I just... There I just, is no fucking justice in terms of, like, the world's karma. No. I feel. Now, with Paul, um, he's still in jail. Uh-huh. Good. In yeah. 2007, he was interviewed by police as well about an unsolved um, murder. Uh, Elizabeth Bain, I think it's Bain, okay. Bain, Bain. Um, she was a 22-year-old who went missing from Toronto University, so mm. quite nearby again. Yeah. Um, in June 1990, okay. um, when investigators asked if Paul had killed her, Paul just responded that it was pointless in answering. Right, so that's kind of... That's a fucking yes, yes, right? Yeah, normally if it's a no, you'd say that. Yeah. What? Um, In 2014, he was due to marry a 30-year-old woman on the outside. Oh, my... She was convinced of his innocence. What is... There are tapes, woman! (laughs) No! There are tapes! Um, She was reported as having a tattoo on her ankle saying Paul's girl, which is just ick. I'm sorry, that just is sick. Even if he was innocent, that's gross. I know. Like, like no. please. God. Um, she told all her friends that he was an innocent bystander in the murder. And one her friends like, woman, we need to get you into therapy. <laughs> yeah. Like, her and her, her parents and her friends um, highlight to her her own lack of self-confidence because of past abusive relationships. Oh, great. So it's another cycle yeah. repeating itself. Um, and her parents told her that despite what Paul said, there was literally video, video evidence that he took part yep. in these crimes. Um, and they literally pleaded with her to reconsider. Uh-huh. Thankfully she did. Oh my god, thank god. Like, How are you so god. fucking gullible? I know. Like, oh like... yeah, no, ignore that baby. I know there are videos of me doing it, but it wasn't me. It wasn't me, honest. Carla put on a fucking mask of my face. <laughs> oh god. Oh my oh. god. So, 2018, um... Unbelievably, Paul becomes eligible for day parole. What? Which is fucking bonkers. Um, Luckily, you know, luckily, I don't know how lucky it is, but anyway, 
February 2018, uh-huh. so around when he's getting eligible for day, par- for, for day parole, he was charged with possession of a weapon. Okay, like, good. Even though he's in prison, he'd made a homemade shank from a screw and a pen. Okay, um, right. So yeah, they were just like, yeah, no, I don't think you're rehabilitated enough to let out for day parole. No, I don't think he ever will be. Um, he's had two parole applications since then, which have been denied. Thank God. It took them 30 minutes to deny <laughs> them. Yeah. Like, no. Enough time again to have a cup of tea and Some be like, biscuits. yeah, shall we actually sign that now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and in his applications for parole, um, he would whine about how his life is filled with stress and anxiety oh, you because he has no proper human contact no that's because if you put with the general population I'd rape and murder you Paul yeah like oh my god maybe we should exactly like, <laughs> like you want more human contact okay Paul here you go have some real human contact yeah. like um, have all the contact have all the contact <laughs> yeah. exactly god. Um, he whined that life in prison is hard because of Aww. who he is. Well, like, literally, that's your choice, Yeah, mate. you made yourself yeah. who you are. Um, he has the fucking audacity to claim that his incarceration in solitary is cruel and inhuman. Oh, yeah, like the way that you kidnapped, raped, yep. tortured, and murdered exactly. and confined those girls. I think mm. that's pretty fucking cruel and inhuman yeah. myself. And the way that you abused your poor little dog. Yeah. Yeah, pretty fucking inhuman. Like, inhuman. to me... He should be locked away forever for being a disgusting mm-hmm. fucking piece yeah. of cancer. We need to make a fucking oubliette just for him. Yes. Where it's like you can't sit, you can't stand. It's, yeah. Oh my god, yes, a choky like in Matilda. Yes. Yeah. Um, so he tried to claim that he should be let out because there's no reason for anyone to be scared of him because he's been working on himself. Uh, what? what? <laughs> the f- Fuck, Paul. That is the most insane statement I've ever like, heard. Has he actually gone insane <laughs> from bashing his head on the walls being in solitary? Because it seems like he's got no brain cells left. I've been working on myself. Yeah, I know I like to like rape over 20 people and I murdered some people, but no one, no one should be scared of me. I've been... Yeah. I've been working on myself i've been pressing my zen yeah see this is the thing as well that drives me mad when people who've done crimes like this are then let out for good behavior and things like yeah. of course they've been fucking well behaved they can't do anything exactly they have no option They're to rape and murder in prison and, yeah. in solitary yeah i oh um, my god and i'm sorry like that just to me shows how little fucking empathy he has yeah. got that he can think well why are people scared of me exactly um, he also claims um, that he's fought all sexual deviancies for the last two years, like he deserves a fucking medal for that. What? And also, even if that was fucking true, yeah. it doesn't change what he did to those no. poor, like, literal babies. Why would we ever trust him again, even if this was true? Why should we yeah. take that risk with innocent people? Like, even my kids can understand that even if they say sorry and start behaving after they've been naughty... They, they still have the consequence for their actions. Yeah. Like, that doesn't get wiped out. It's like, great, right. I like that you're now behaving, but but you've still got that consequence. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, Part of the showing that you're sorry and you're going to behave is it, taking the consequence yes. and doing it. <laughs> like, um, Paul as well, disgustingly, this is just, oh, I fucking hate him. Mm-hmm. Um, he tried to blame as well his behaviours that got him into prison okay. um, on the need to punish his victims for not satisfying him sexually. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. It's his victim's fault? 
Yeah, because it was on them for not satisfying him sexually. Oh, he couldn't control his rage and disappointment. At oh, they're really sorry, Paul. Yeah, they're so sorry. They wanted to please you. Like you're sorry raping they... them. Yeah, and how dare they not be into yeah. it? Sorry, they didn't live up to what you hoped. Oh. Like I'm sure that that's really upsetting for them. Yeah, just it's I'm just sorry. such a yeah. gross like that would bacteria. be. I feel like if I was one of those people. My one solace almost would be like, thank God you didn't fucking enjoy it. Exactly. Like, I'm glad. I'm <laughs> glad that you were not satisfied, you piece of fucking yeah. shit. Um, and to highlight what a piece of shit he is, even his parole officer, who like works to get them parole, yeah, has been like, recommending don't. that he should not get parole. Good. He's like, look, <laughs> seriously, not this one. Exactly. <laughs> oh. I, I know it's my job to try and get him ready for it, but he's a lost fucking yeah. cause. It's don't never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now, sadly for uh, Kristen French's and Leslie Mahaffey's family, with him applying for parole, it means that they have to deal with it every couple of oh, years. No. So every it two years. It gets dredged up yeah. every time. Oh. They've been fighting to increase the period yeah. at least to five years just so that they can get some respite. God, because you don't get any break because no. you're literally, the minute it's done, you're thinking, well, next year it's going to happen again. Yeah. Um, I've tried to find a petition for them online um, to get it increased mm. in the five years that they've been fighting for, but I can't find one. Okay. So if anyone does actually know if there is one in it, what it is, if you let us know, and then we can link it, because mm. he should rot in there, and they shouldn't have to yeah. go through that every no, two God. years. Like, um, that's what makes me so angry, is they're still suffering. They're never going to stop suffering, and he thinks he deserves to, like, have his sentence end. Yeah. Like... It's disgusting. What? Um, and for what absolute fucking shit stain fucking cancerous weasel Carla is, mm-hmm. she didn't actually apply for parole. She did her 12 years. Yeah. And didn't apply. Yeah. Probably because she did just know she would not get it. Yeah. So, um, Kristen's mother, Donna, um, argued that Paul should never be released. No. Um, understandably. Mm-hmm. And she said... Um, for them, time doesn't heal the pain. No. The pain is a lifelong sentence, and that's what he should oh. also have. But yeah. Um, I... Leslie Mahaffey's mother, in her latest victim impact statement, told the courts how, with the parole hearings every two years, Bernardo's desires are inflicted upon them as he continues to insert himself into their lives again yeah. and again, forcing the horrors and memories of him, uh, uh, forcing the horrors and memories on them. What does resting in peace mean when they have to relive the horrors every two years for the rest yeah. of their lives? Oh, God. Um, yeah. So hopefully they do manage to get it moved to every yeah. five years. That's the thing, like, how no are they one... supposed to just remember their daughters, like, yeah. positively? When every single, every two years, their memories are getting eroded by these ones. Yeah. You like, can't remember the good times with them, can you? Because no. all you're focusing on is what's happened to them yeah. and keeping Paul behind mm-hmm. bars. Um, as they said, as soon as they're finished writing one impact statement, they're working on the next. Oh. Um, they said, though, no matter what it takes, they'll never give up yeah. or stop, um, despite how hard it is for them, as they are there for their daughters and say that their daughters' voices are heard. Oh, oh you're going to make me cry. <laughs> oh, my God. What incredible people. I can't imagine no. the strength that they've got no. to keep on doing that. Um, and you wow. think it's been... What is it? Nineteen ninety-five to now. That's yeah, twenty-seven years. And yeah, and they've been doing this. Oh my gosh! And having to live with this. And yeah, 
sadly it's only been the last four years that now it's brought up every two years for them mm-hmm. which Jeez. just doesn't seem fair or right no. at all mm-hmm. um, i don't think he should be allowed myself to apply for parole. no um, god no Why i, I don't think they should have to, to go through it okay. as they say he gets to keep on reliving what he's done and making them have to relive it as well yeah and to him it's pretty fucking partly enjoyable reliving it. it's got to be because yeah. why else would he want the tapes yeah exactly. like, because he wanted to relive it and now that's what he's getting to do yeah so oh we've God. done it we, we've made God. it through that that is the end of my nights oh my god thank god yeah um, i'm not touching a case like this no. again for a while hopefully you're all still with us <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely gonna do do yeah if these were your, your first episodes of ours that you dipped into we are so sorry we do like a deep dive and doing justice to yeah. the victims and their stories and not just mm-hmm. glossing over it. Yeah. Um, I think for both and... of us, it's so important that we tell the whole story. Yeah, and tell and who those people were. Yeah. And yeah. make sure that we have properly researched it and hopefully get things right. Yeah. We're not perfect, we won't always, but no. hopefully we do. We're definitely not saying we do always get it right, but we try we as try much as We try our hardest to. Um, yeah. Hopefully that shows shows in our episodes. Yeah. Um, um we've also updated our website address ooh, now. Yeah. So you can now find us at www.theweirdsisterspodcast.com That's W Y R D. And also www.theweirdsisterspodcast.co.uk Exciting. Snazzy. Yeah. I'm surprised you remembered those so uh well i would have pretty messed up <laughs> <laughs> i work in it yeah, that's true <laughs> so yeah oh well as you can hear my voice is going so yeah I probably need to call it a day yeah and oh my god i'm so looking forward to the fact that we've got something else next week we've got one of my cases i yes. think on uh yeah molly bish so yeah hopefully you guys will be interested and join us for that yeah See you next week. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Oh, you've been listening to The The Weird Weird Sisters. Sisters. (laughs) Thanks for giving us a listen. Um, Hopefully you're enjoying it and will give us a like, a share and, yeah. Yeah, a review. Tell your friends. Please, please, please. Yeah. (laughs) Anything to help us out. Um, And if you do want to get in contact with us, you can reach us at the Weird Sisters Podcast at gmail.com. That is weird with a Y, as we have said before. W Y R D. Why you ask? We don't know. <laughs> you should because you are English masters. Yes. Um, <laughs> you can also get us at Facebook, which is at the Weird Sisters Podcast. Again, W Y R D. <laughs> and Instagram as well, which is surprisingly the Weird Sisters Podcast. W-Y-R-D also. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, we would love to hear from you. Any sort of suggestions, comments, just want to chat with yeah. you. Awesome. Hope to hear from you soon, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye.